Good afternoon. Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good afternoon and welcome to Women Lead Radio brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I am Daniel Alexa, your host for Inspired Being. Today is our very first show of the series. And our show topic today is Blooming Success. Our leading lady today is Jenny Barker with Magical Blooms. My guest Jenny Barker is a flower doctor, is the flower doctor at Magical Blooms in Redondo Beach, California. She opened her first store at the age of 18 with $500 in waitressing tips. Three years later, she moved to her current location where her business continues to thrive. She provides arrangements for individuals, corporations, and television shows. The perfection of her compositions comes from her uncanny ability to understand and express the healing powers of flower emotions and their energies. This awareness led her to create the flower prescription. In 2021, Jenny was featured on the HBO Max series, Full Bloom Season 2. Join me in warmly welcoming Jenny Barker to the show. Jenny, welcome. How are you? Hello. I'm so happy to be on the show. Thank you so much for allowing me to be the first guest, too. It's so special. You're very welcome. We've known each other for a long time. I couldn't wait to get you on the show, particularly with today being St. Patrick's Day, that it was a natural connection to all the green and having the vibrancy of your flowers and the flower doctor represented. Aw, that's awesome. Yeah, it is a green day. It's a lucky day for both of us. So tell me how you were first drawn to the power of flowers and understood your connection to their healing energies. It's such a great question. Um, So when I was little, um, I used to be mesmerized um, being outside. I would always be barefoot, and I'd connect my feet to the grass, and I'd always be looking at the roses specifically at my grandparents' house, and I was just like in awe. I felt the flowers differently than probably a normal kid, and I saw how they grew, and I saw the fascination when the water was on, on them, or when the vitamin, you know, the sunlight was hitting them. And it, I just fell more and more in love with playing with them as a kid. And then it kind of grew when I begged into being, a, you know, a, a vegetable forest. Wonderful. So you had mentioned, like, your connection to flowers and their emotions. What's it like to have the flowers communicate with you, talk to you? And how would you describe it? Well, you know, it used to be kind of a secret, but it's no secret anymore. Um, you know, I am a clairvoyant, and I'm very intuitive and very um, heart-centered when I design, and I'm into prayer, and I'm into being present. So um, I think as I explored more and more flowers in each stem, uh, as each stem, it became, you know, uh, 50 stems, 100 stems, 300,000 stems, and now I'm, I've touched well over a million uh, actual flowers in my life and the study of at least 50,000 hours plus of actually studying the emotional and science and spirituality of flowers 
I have just learned that the flowers give me messages if I'm in attunement, and um, I prescribe them now to help clients feel good on you know every single level possible. Um, and that is a natural talent. You can't look it up in a book. Go go search it on Google. It doesn't exist. Uh, it was something that I was very gifted, and I kind of stepped into it. And now I'm uh, kind of a a well-known person in the area, um, and a lot of clients later. <laughs> So when when you receive the messages, what kind of messages do you receive when you're working with someone? That's a great question. So messages come in two different ways. Um, one is when someone's present with me, I'll hear the message loud and clear. It comes from nowhere. It's like it's almost like a conscious uh, someone above me that's telling me something, and it's like a channeling where I can. I can pick up the energy of the flowers that are specifically meant for that person in front of me. And when I was younger, I didn't say much. I just let the flowers do their work and people would cry. People would laugh. They'd be like, what is this? Um, Now I actually have no problem just being transparent, real, and on point and just sharing right there, bam, this is what it is. And I have never missed a mark. Everyone is pretty like, whoa, this is crazy. This is real. Uh, it's taken a lot of years to get where I'm at, but I'll definitely say I'm secure in my seat and there's a full take of gas to explain this. But if someone is not near me, right, and mm-hmm. I have to hear a card message or if I'm just trying to make an intentional design for a website to prescribe because I know there's going to be a lot of outcomes of this type of energy, meaning someone, say, that has anxiety, someone that can't sleep, someone that's actually hurting in pain because maybe someone's being mistreated, I'll be able to prescribe certain medicines because when I look at the flowers, they kind of talk to me in a way where like um, it's it's kind of like my heart is being tugged on, like if there's cords on a heart, like, you know, like he's playing the, um, what is it called? The uh, harp. Uh-huh. I have a harp on my chest. And so I'll hear notes and then I pay attention and then I pull based on that for the emotional effect. And it oh, works. wow. That it sounds amazing. So, that's where you are now, and, you, and you've grown and evolved and opened up into this space. Thinking about when you first opened your business and you know, all the entrepreneurs listening have gone through those challenges of where they started to the growth of where they are now, what, what was your biggest challenge even up to a few years ago before you really connected to your intuitive abilities with the flowers? Yeah, I think, I think uh, without going said, I think the biggest challenge is myself. Um, I'm everyone of my dearest friends know I'm the hardest person to myself. Um, I had to go through the breakthroughs of acknowledging my talent, that I have some kind of, um, I have something that's intelligent that I can offer to the world, and I think the more exposure I got, and I felt safer as I got more exposed. And, you know, articles and, you know, L.A. Style Magazine calling me the flower doctor and me calling them saying, no, I'm not a doctor. And they're like, yes, you are. And I think the more I got, like, acknowledged slowly and safely, the more I knew around me I was safer to come out to explore more and share more and then get that confidence. Um, I think I've always been confident with flowers. I've always felt like a great relationship. I'll never break up with a flower, you know. But when it comes to the challenge, I, I am my worst challenge. And I still to this day, I'm, I'm always going to be hard on myself. But with that comes success. With, as you see the success building, as, as you've 
found that space to open up and recognize I'm the, I'm the hardest, kind of my own worst enemy kind of thing. What, um, what shifted for you in embracing that awareness to continue moving forward? Um, I would say I was in my shop one day and this um, woman came in. Her name's Kirsten Book, and she had said to me, oh, my husband always wanted to buy me a flower shop, and I kind of laughed at her thinking, oh, get ready, it's hard work, and I had her come in and come in and talk to me, and every time I kept talking to her in the shop, and she, was, she ended up kind of helping me, like, work at the store, she kept running home to her husband and sh- talking about me, Jenny, 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 and the truth is, is um, I got discovered. I got discovered by this businessman named Jim Book, and then he met me figured out my intelligence level of who I was and introduced me to a couple more people, Dan Levin, and uh, I raised money. And, like, I, I all of a sudden started having people around me that were no longer um, people that were narcissistic, maybe controlling me, manipulative. I, I all of a sudden got it. I, I, I also got around very smart, intelligent people, which I deserve to be around. And then everything shifted because whenever I'm about to fail, I make a phone call. Whenever I'm about to freak out, I'll never fall because I have a support system around me, one, flowers, two, just being in business 25 years, but three, I have now business people around me that can help guide me in the areas I'm not good at because you have to keep in mind one thing, Dan. I'm an artist. Artists have a hard time in business. We We need help. And sometimes if we go to the wrong person for help, it could backfire, and then we're back to ground one or even negative in that amount of time. So it's about really who you surround yourself as you build and grow and also narrow out anything else and focus on that vision, the vision board. And and there's no secret. Like, I already knew when I was little, apparently, um, I was really into flowers. So this was my calling. My calling, my purpose is beauty. And the flowers are just a vessel because now I can make other people happy. I can Fantastic. I can bring so much joy. And let's hold that thought, and we'll continue on that in a moment as we take a quick break, a quick moment to recognize one of our sponsors and partners. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be one of the largest private nonprofit universities founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Thank you for your support, National University, and to all of our sponsors and partners. And now, back to the show. So, Jenny, that's surrounding yourself with people, supportive people. Um, and knowing that at any point in time you can make a phone call and make things happen. With that network, where where's it all going? What's next for you? <laughs> What's happening? Well, we just uh we are now in our phase, we call it uh phase one one point oh of building a complete new website that will launch in about six months. And for now, you can find me at magicalblooms.com. But if you want to get aboard, you go to theflowerprescription.com. So that's happening. Um, I am in the midst of writing a book that should hopefully, God willing, be released around uh, Christmas time, hopefully. And uh, that's going to teach a lot of my brains in a book. And that is for everybody to read, especially men. Uh, it's like 
not a coffee table book. It's more like you put it on your shelf and you go to it when you need it, like a Bible, you know, <laughs> go-to book. And, so let me ask uh, into that if I can. Um, so you say especially men would be good to read it. What what will guys get out of reading the book? Oh, man. I'm, just consider me your best friend. I'm going to help <laughs> you put out fires, and I'm going to make you look good and feel good and maybe get more benefits from it. Um, you know, there's different, there's different reasons why men should actually have it because it's storytelling, but it's also very straightforward where there's no sugarcoating on what kind of flowers to give and why based on circumstances. And a lot of people don't really know what to give. And, you know, you go to the doctor if you're feeling sick, right? You're like, ah, oh, I'm feeling uh-huh. sick. Well, people come to me because they're having an issue and they need me to solve it. I need to relieve someone and bring them joy and make them look good. So it, it could help with people that have been married forever. It could be a first date. And I teach you the whys and how to communicate better through flowers, how to make someone feel special, how to make yourself feel better, and also giving you tips, but also just teaching you about, you know, as an adult, you, you need to know how to order and how to understand flowers for your benefit. As as we get into the idea of prescriptions and, and specific flowers for, let's say, specific ailments or specific energetics, are there any blooms that are very broadly based energetics for helping to um, a, a client or someone to raise their energy level and, and say kind of get out of a general funk? Absolutely. Um, so the first thing that comes to my mind, I have to be very specific, but actually the tone of yellow flowers is the one thing that comes to my mind first. It depends on the situation. Say someone's actually having just a crappy day. Uh, maybe they're, they're coming up with a flu or maybe they're having too much work overload. Um, a sunflower would be really important, not a Gerber daisy. Um, you could also do yellow button chrysanthemums or a yellow button chamomile. But then it's like, all right, say there's someone that's actually having issues with a relationship with a marriage. They could pick themselves up some yellow roses, and yellow roses will cheer their heart up because their heart's kind of bummed out. They're sad because some things aren't, aren't going as well as planned. And so yellow roses could help vibrate and tone you down to make clear, easy, good decisions, but also feel good. And the yellow is also to be able to communicate with your heart and then be able to produce a real conversation. Fantastic. When you... Are, you mentioned earlier when you're sitting with somebody, you get the messages a certain way or if someone's distant from you. How do, um, how do you go about setting an arrangement for someone? If it's not just a, an arrangement of single blooms, how do you, how do you craft? And I've, I've seen, seen the beauty of your arrangements. How do you know what to put where when you're putting a full arrangement together? Uh-huh. Well, it's really simple. I have a mantra. Where do I go? Where do I belong? Where do I fit in? And so when I design and I'm in the cooler, I pick the flowers that I feel belong together, that vibrate together, that visually feel good, but also emotionally, but also spiritually, but also scientifically all fit together into one, say, arrangement. And when you put the pieces together, that's actually the philosophy of creating and composing like a divine arrangement and also just following your heart as you play, understanding and feeling the textures, the coldness of the stem, the thinness of the stem, the height, the dimension, the textures, and 
enjoying. One of my practices that I really prize on is when you have flowers uh, around you designing, you always have great music playing. You channel in only this is time for yourself, like it's flower therapy. But then on top of it, you really want to be present and smile. It's free, you know. This energy is free. We're not digesting anything in our body, which we don't know, God forbid, what's going to happen. Where flowers can last you a week in the house, they're not talking back to you, and they're only here to help you feel better. What's the easiest way for someone who's intrigued now hearing this conversation What's the easiest way for them to start to tune into whatever messages the flowers might have for them or, or find the, the, the bloom that calls to them? You know, and, and that's the thing. If they don't have my book, they won't really know. They're just going to be doing, like, a visual check. Like, if you're in the mm-hmm. grocery store, for example, and you haven't read the book, you, you kind of have no idea what I'm talking about, you're like, a normal consumer would just look at the flowers and just, like, pick something out that they like. Oh, this looks good. But I really think that one of the reasons why I have such a voice and it's so important is to actually, if you don't have me as an access, you know, buying from the flower prescription, when you go into the store, there's certain things you need to look out for. One is quality control. See, the stores don't temperature gauge anything, so you don't know if it's been touched, how long it's been sitting there, the transportation of it. XYZ. However, you can kind of look at it to see if there's stains on it. Is the bottom of the stems moldy? Do they look kind of slimy? Do they look fresh? Do they smell? And stuff like that. To gravitate the artificial way of grabbing. Oh, that looks pretty. But if you want to do it right, take your time looking at the flowers. There's a difference. Feel it. Hmm. How does this feel? Does it make you smile? Or are you just buying it? Ugh. So there's a way to grab. Um, everyone has a little intention. You know, it's like doing anything else we do in our life. It's just listening, being more in tune as you might touch the flowers if you have, you know, that way. But that's why I actually am writing this book. It's because people don't know what I know. And I'm so grateful that I've discovered all this so that I can actually spit it out and share it so that it's a little education. I mean, who doesn't love to learn something? Mm-hmm. And you had given me a, f- a flower prescription a few weeks ago, and due to travel, I haven't been able to complete all of it. I, I admit, I'm one of those. I'm one of those client patients, but I do have. I still have it, and I'll be adding those roses to my office here shortly. And even just thinking about bringing them in, I can feel like the energy of what's going to be here in this room with me when the time comes. You know, it's like a ceremonial thing. It's like you have to make a clear decision, yes or no. It's like anything in life. Am I ready? Am I worthy? Do I deserve something amazing in front of me to have that makes everything better, makes the room better, makes me feel good? It's a little luxurious. You know, it's, it's just it's, it's when you make that commitment that you're ready, then things just make, it's automatic decisions are made. But flowers cannot do any wrong. That's my point. Mm-hmm. And I, I do, I do get. I'm going to warn you though. I do get a couple people that you know. I don't know why they say it's very, it's very funny though. I always think like, oh, well, flowers die. And I think to myself, how, how long did that flower actually take to get to your face? The seeding, the nurturing, the water, the wind, the heat, 
the temperature control, was it outside, inside, the transportation, da, 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 da. All of a sudden, it's now in front of you. Respect it. It's supposed to be in front of you, right? You can't get Mm -hmm. mad at it, and you're worthy of it. It's showing up for you because it has something to tell you. And now you're going to dismiss it or push it away or, oh, you know, you can't. And I think I always tell people, the other thing people talk about is, um, oh, flowers are too expensive. They die or something, right? And it's like, okay, but you go to the grocery store, right, and you buy a banana, you buy avocado, they die, right? You're upset. And also the whole expense thing is total bogus. You go to a restaurant, you're going to Starbucks, like, you can afford it. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you just don't think you're worthy of it. And that's the thing about flowers. So many men love buying flowers for their house. So many men appreciate them in the office just as much as women. And I feel like women have just kind of turned away men from actually even giving them flowers with that whole, don't buy them, it's a waste of money. And I, I, whenever I hear that story, I say, please stop. I don't want to hear that because it's not true. And I, I can say for a fact that whenever I was in your shop and picked up flowers for my wife, Sarah, whenever I walked them into the house, just she lit up so much. And, and the, the home just felt entirely different. Just having that, that arrangement sitting on the kitchen island made the entire house both smell different and also feel different. Yeah. See, this is the thing that I pride myself on today. And this happened during COVID, actually. Our flowers are farm fresh flowers. And also, being a little guy like me, it's technically impossible to do deals with these big farms. Once they found out what I was doing, they were like, hey, let's talk. Let's do some business. Let's get some of those boxes on that farm. And there is night and day getting farm fresh flowers versus wholesale versus, you know, all the other ways that I was doing it before. And when I get those fresh flowers from the farm, it's like, you know, when you drink a really good smoothie or like a really good fresh salad, it's like nutrients. The flowers are so nutritious. And to be able to ship them straight from farm to client, like hassle-free, just like we love, we love clicks of buttons now. But to give something absolutely so healthy for yourself, and also when you get these boxes coming in, it's like you can actually involve your other family members in this. Like, hey, you get to play with the flowers this week. And you, the goal is to put flowers everywhere in your house. My philosophy at Magical Blooms is a room with flowers is a room with life. You have to have a flower next to your bed when you wake up. Look at it be like, good morning, beautiful, to yourself. Good morning, beautiful, to those roses. You're looking in the mirror in the kitchen, you know, in the restroom, brushing your teeth, look down. I'm worthy. Look at yourself in the mirror. I'm worthy. You're in the kitchen. There's beauty you deserve a beautiful kitchen. Mm-hmm. And every one of our listeners, everybody out there, is, is, they're all deserving of that beauty and that message. So we've got a few minutes left in the show here. Um, in case our listeners may want to reach out to you after the show and get their flower prescription, how would you like our listeners to contact you? Yeah, so, I mean, the best thing to do is you can go right now to the flower theflowerprescription.com, and um, sign up for our newsletter. Sign up to be on our email campaign as we launch this slowly and gently as our 1.0. Currently, you can order flowers from magicalblooms.com for same day, and you can always call our flower shop and talk to someone, 310-798-8113. My most favorite thing is uh, our Instagram pages because we do a lot of – 
educational teaching on there, um, which is at Magical Blooms, and those are the best ways to get a hold of us. Awesome. And I know that you do, like, on-site um, flower arrangement classes on a regular basis. Do you have anything coming up at the shop? Um, I, I actively teach classes in the store. I actively do private classes. I actively go to my clients. Um, I do team building. You can actually have an uh, office building where you have a lot of employees, and I can do breakout rooms with flower designing and flower classes. I travel everywhere to do this. Um, you can see me in a lot of lobbies doing weekly flowers as well, and they ask me kindly to be in their pop-ups, like saying, you know, by a poolside, hey, let's make some flower crowns. So there's so many ways that you can see me pop up and do it and travel to showcase and speak and talk flowers or design flowers. Fantastic. I have two final questions for you. And the first one is, if you could go back and talk to your 18-year-old self who had just opened the store and know what you know now, what would you say to her? You know my favorite saying? I always hashtag it. Keep going. And that's, that's the truth. Keep going. Don't have any distractions that are off balance. Tunnel in your vision. Focus on your goals. Go. The tank is full. You have nothing to lose. Go. And then I'll ask, based on that, what message do you have for the audience and the listeners today? You know, I think it is, don't be hard on yourself. Being hard on yourself will get you nowhere in life. We could be our worst enemies. When you wake up, always just say, I'm so grateful. If you don't have money, do have money. If the clients aren't coming in, they're not coming in. If you're not at your levels of your marks you want to go, be nice to yourself. Be kind. Say nice words. Don't let the words of your own self bully you or don't let anyone around you bully you because that is toxic. So protect your aura, protect your realm, and be yourself. And I hear in all of that and in our conversation today that while we can each be our own worst enemies, that the flowers can be our best friends as we learn to be our own best friend. Yeah, and that's what we have to be. We, you know, we have to love ourselves. We have to, we have to be proud of ourselves. And I, I heard this thing recently, and I really, I really made me think. It's like as you're growing, as you're becoming successful, for some reason, some people are wired to feel bad about it. Don't be feeling bad about working hard and doing well. Celebrate your wins. You're not showing off. You don't need to numb yourself or dumb yourself or dim your light because you're doing well. I mean, I'm not saying be snobby or mean, but, like, be proud. You work hard. Celebrate. Don't dim your light. And I can't think of a better mic drop to end today's show on. That was awesome. Thank you so much. And that is our show for today. I'd like to thank say thanks to you, Jenny, for being our leading lady today. And special thanks to all our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally, as we are an international show. After our show today, you can listen to Women Lead Radio on all subscription podcasts, specifically Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. 
We are expanding quickly to a daily radio show and podcast, so for now, we'll be back for another live show on Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, and Saturdays at 11 a.m. Pacific time. It's been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening, and have a great week. Take care, everybody. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.